Hey, Shy. Hi, Mom. Just so you know, we have Do? people that aren't that aren't in our family on the call. So whatever. I could say hello. Okay, you can I say hello. Mom that they always make fun of. <laughs> I couldn't stop her. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to say hi. hi. I'm going to be getting on a plane soon, so. Where? What did you guys do today? Well, I'll let Becky tell you all about it. We went to buy toys for your niece. <laughs> we had a lot of fun. Okay. Lon, you want to say hi to my mom? Hello. Hello. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm great. I'm great. I don't often get to be with one of my kids, so I'm I'm happy. Oh, anyway, that's so sweet. Have a great podcast. Thank you. Good to see you. Meet you, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, Shai. Bye, See you later, Mom. Love you. Welcome to another episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast, where I get together with my sisters and they make fun of me. And we talk about movies and television, kind of relive our childhood dinner table. And and often we invite people into our family with us. And today we are doing yet another awesome Gold Nerds crossover as Lons of the Gold Nerds is going to join us today and be an official member of the Friday Night Movie family. Uh, joining uh, a, a very prestigious group of relatives and friends that have been on over the year. So welcome to you, Lons. You, welcome. Oh, thank you. Right. I don't know. I was you don't have to speak. by that opening, so <laughs> it's like I didn't know if I should talk. Uh, uh, you don't have to talk much yet. And then I've got my sisters here. We've got Lily calling in from the Canary Islands. Lily, how are you? I know you have some some stuff on your mind. Why do you say that? Because I know there are things you wish you had said last time. Oh, right. Thank you for reminding me. I am good. I'm <laughs> or you can forget this. and say them in the next episode. It's fine. This is true. Um, I meant to say from last week's episode that if you think of the true brain candy actor, like... To me, the definition of an actor that doesn't matter, like, the schlock that they're in, that you'd watch them in anything just because you think that, like, that movie will be good enough because they're in it, but they don't do necessarily anything too good, is Ryan Reynolds. That's my brain candy actor. <laughs> no offense, Ryan. You don't make any movies that are too good. Too good. He doesn't, which he uh, knows. What? Like, do you think he doesn't know that? I, I, I mean, by critics, I think Van Wilder is like in the pantheon of of excellent films. But he was in that one serious drama. Oh, the one with the golden lady about the what? He, the he plays the, the woman Helen Mirren. Yeah. yeah, nobody believed him as Jewish. It's fine. Ryan Reynolds is Jewish. That is definitely not something but, yeah. I believe. I mean, we could use Jews that look like that, but I... yeah, come on, let's be honest. Um, but yeah, sure. That was a good movie, but I'm just saying like, he's the, at that actor that I'll pretty much watch it. Anything. All right. Okay, good. Now I'm glad that you, I'm glad that you've slayed Thank that you. beast from last week. Becky, how are you doing? Mom and dad are visiting. Ah. I think 
do it. Let me turn it around on you. <laughs> you're, you're, How do you're, guys you're, think I'm doing You're it? running around San Francisco looking for lost cell phones and reading glasses. And I mean, that's pretty much, yeah, no, and that's dad's exactly. fixing things in your apartment. Yeah, we're actually at the point now where we just like buy him things that are slightly broken for him to fix just to keep him busy. <laughs> we like buy some like secondhand children's toys or like whatnot for him to tinker with. To be fair, um, dad and I are going to build like a patio this summer. So for the same reason, mm-hmm. we left a, no, dirt, it's... a dirt patch so dad and I could build this patio together. You know, it, it, perfect, perfect. I mean, it's uh, total chaos. We're having a great time. I love how mom and dad came to visit. And one of the perks, of course, is that they're going to help me with my baby. Except that I still have to hire my nanny to come full time while they're here. Because I don't actually, they can't like be responsible for taking care of her. They can just kind of be around in case she needs extra care. But this is, none of that, this none is of that a, really gets worked out. This beforehand. is a third child situation because <laughs> I got to tell you, my our, our parents helped raise my children into the children that they are. No. I, I realize you're getting runoff at this point. They're just really yeah. tired. Granted, your baby is... <laughs> could could babysit my kids. She, it's so responsible. Can, my baby, my baby can raise herself. She is so. I mean, I know I'm jinxing it, but she is so well behaved. It's, it's insane. It's it's been it's we've had a good. Even though she's teething and miserable and not napping, she's still incredibly well behaved and sweet. So she makes things she makes things too easy on everyone. Okay. I think that's the problem. It's her, <laughs> it's her fault. It's Wonderful. the kids' fault. Okay, well now, uh, let's see. Let's get to our guest. So I have had the joy of podcasting uh, on the Gold Nerds podcast over the last few weeks. And in the last few weeks have become like best buddies with Lons, who I did not know at all before. I only knew as sort of a, a name on Twitter, but we, we were both brought together by Ash. And then as we've gotten to know each other in because, you know, when you when you're planning a podcast, just you got to just share your soul on a regular basis. And as you do, um, as we do on our podcast chain all the time, we talk about our parents, we talk about our uh, our life anyways. And I learned that we share loves for many television shows and um, and well, television shows really is is the, is the big thing we have in common. Uh is there anything else that matters? No, I mean yeah. it is the. It's one of the reasons why I make my kids watch TV is so they can connect with people. <laughs> uh, and so, so, uh, anyways, but so before we get started, we're just going to ask you a couple questions about you. Is that okay? Absolutely. All right. Fire okay. away. Okay. So, Lance, uh, you 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 are part of the Gold Nerds Nation. Uh, and um, what brought you to that show? What made you? What makes you like that? Because we have this constant dialogue amongst ourselves where we get that the show makes sense for us because it reminds us of our life, but we didn't realize yeah. that other people who didn't grow up in the Philadelphia suburbs and were Jewish would also love that show for the same reason. Yeah, I mean, on paper, I wasn't even born in the '80s, so I don't under like I wouldn't have known growing up what that was or I grew up in San Diego so not anywhere close to Philadelphia I'm not Jewish uh, <laughs> pretty uh but like, like is it rude if I say you seem Jewish is that rude <laughs> I think it's or, a is that, or is that a compliment I think that's a compliment <laughs> it's just let's just leave it <laughs> let's try not to <laughs> offend everyone Lily 
<laughs> no. That's if you Lily's, think that's a compliment, then it's a compliment that, to that, me. That's Lily's way of saying you're very familial to us. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Thank okay. you. All right. Okay. But yeah. So, yeah, on paper, I can't relate. Um, but, yeah, just I've always been obsessed with the 80s because I've never lived in it. So I just I knew from, like, before the show started based on, like, the synopsis and everything that I was going to want to watch it since it was set in the 80s. And then uh, you, you can't beat that cast. So I think just from there, it snowballed. Obviously, Wendy, we talk about a lot and how uh, just phenomenal she is. So, like, L- from that L- point, L- I just got super into it. Pardon me one second. Lily, is that your house? It's my house, but I can't. Okay, I just figured it. with the video I wasn't able to figure out how to mute it until oh, just now. Right. Becky, Done. that that is a score in the Becky. It is deck. not. I am not at my Becky. own home. I am not, I'm I'm away for the weekend Be- and I'm on a Becky, three-way video. Becky was muting while driving last week. Sorry, Lil. I mean, I was just muting while eating tortellini right now on this episode. I'm all over the mute button. Don't Mom's- act like you know how to mute. All right. Anyways, so Lance, please continue. All right, so Lance. Okay, so all right, so you connect to the show. You love the '80s. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, now we don't want to pigeonhole you as a Goldberg's fan because we know you're fans of other shows. Yeah. But one of the big ones we talk about on this show is Orphan Black, and mm. you have revealed to me that not only do you love Orphan Black, but you did an Orphan Black cosplay for Halloween. I need, I need the details. How did this work? Did you dress up with five friends? Did you dress up as five people and just change costumes? Are there five of them? How many? Six? How many are in the core group? The core group is the core four. Four. Sorry. Four. Fifth Um, if you count, I think she played up to like 12 at one point. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, me and my best friend, we always do a themed costume. And whether people want to join us or not is their prerogative or if we can force people to. But three years ago, it was like Tatiana just won her Emmy, I think, or beforehand, before her Emmy win. But we're just like so into so Orphan Black. We're like, let's just do it. Let's be Orphan Black. And it was just the two of us. Uh, we couldn't get anyone else because no one else in our like in our circle, our friend circle knows what Orphan Black is. And I mean, it's their loss. But yeah, so my favorite character is Allison. So I dressed up as Allison, the soccer mom. And amazing. Cause I was able to find the exact like Lululemon Jack, like sweater she wore. Uh, so I felt very accomplished with that. Cause I know that's in the details with Allison and, uh, my best friend dressed up as Cosima cause of like the science stuff. So it was just the two of us walking around West Hollywood for a whole night having people not recognize us at all <laughs> it's very defeating you just um, look like two canadians walking around west hollywood yeah pretty much i did pass out allison's like what did she run for like student or like the oh, oh. pta she ran for the head of the pta i think oh i still have it hold on I, yeah i passed out a bunch of like stickers i made stickers oh it's historian my bad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh. School yeah. trustee. Yeah. That's amazing. You need to send us a picture of that. <laughs> yeah. So I passed that around and people are just like, nah. Threw it on the ground. <laughs> so rude. They thought you were actually running for local government. 
Yeah, they thought. <laughs> They're like, thought what's a school right? trustee in West Hollywood? <laughs> okay, cool. All yeah. right, and then and then the show that brought you to the family really is Riverdale. And we've been talking oh, yeah. a lot about this will probably be the last time we're allowed to talk about Riverdale for a while because Becky and I have been building Riverdale every week. But we're going to go deep now. Okay. I have I actually have some deeper questions, not some rapid fire questions. And it came up. I don't know if it came up on the last episode when Shai, when you and I were talking or or if it's something that we texted about, but or maybe just talking about on the phone. We talk about Riverdale in many capacities. Yeah. So for those so, for so, those so let's say it's someone's first episode they're listening to of this program <laughs> and they don't watch the CW. Riverdale is the modern right. day adaptation of Archie Comics, but imagine if it was f- uh fused with Cruel Intentions. That's the way I describe it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and Lons is an expert on Riverdale. I also dressed up as Halloween cosplay for that last year. <laughs> you know it's that you must have been able to get everyone to dress up. Yeah, so we did That's pretty good. Core, core four. I was uh, Veronica. My best friend was Lily. And then we had Archie and Doug. Betty? Yeah, Lily, sorry. Betty? Yeah, Betty. They're one. <laughs> they are, they're one and the same to me because I love Lily so much. So they fuse together. But, um, yeah. So, should we do rap? Because I have some deeper questions, well, but we could also I, just I, forget I, we, about them. No, 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 we can do a few rapid. We have time for a few rapid fire questions and a few deeper questions. Lily, though, Lily is kind of the queen of rapid fire questions, but she might be parenting while this is all going on. Also, we might, we will likely ruin all spoilers, reveal all spoilers for people who have not finished seasons one and two. So just heads up. If you're excited to watch Riverdale, you might want to skip over this. If you don't care, you know, so it goes. Yeah. Um, We'll try our best not to, but yeah, starting at this point, I would say give yourself about a 10 minute jump, maybe a little bit less, 10 minutes to be safe. You'll maybe less. And we're Becky's like no more. She's giving me the face. Like, come on. <laughs> I'm uh, like, no. I'm like, wow. No, it was more like we get to talk about this for ten minutes. That's I don't know amazing. if we do, but I'm just. People have complained that they that, that we don't give them a time. So I'm just estimating. 10 okay. Minutes on Riverdale, Lily, do you have a question? Yes, I have a question. There, I mean, I don't. There's so much I don't understand about why people in various age groups like like this show. Like, I can't really figure out how Lily's Shai the likes skeptic. it. Lily's the skeptic. But, <laughs> like, it sort of just doesn't make any sense to me that there's a show like this that Shy likes. Like, <laughs> he, you take it far enough with Heart of Dixie, Shy, but this is, like, a, a bridge too far for no, you. No, this makes perfect sense, considering he likes those other shows. I don't know. Wait, you like Anyways, Heart of Dixie? that's not the point. Me? Oh, I love Hardy uh, Dixon. Rachel Bilson. Rachel Bilson's. Uh, we, we, I'm not. I, I don't think I. Show. I don't think I can talk more about Rachel Bilson. I listened to our last episode, and I was, every time I I jumped around the audio, it was me talking about Rachel Bilson. So I just I'm going to shut down myself. Talking about Rachel <laughs> Here Bilson. we go. We'll have to continue that at a different yeah. time. Shy. What is Rachel Bilson? Bilson is she, she a, a national treasure? She's national treasure. She's a national I treasure. also say that a lot. Yeah. I say like a goddess. <laughs> Oh boy! So, anyway. so you do have a lot in common. Yeah. The two of you. <laughs> um, here's the thing: Would you guys like this show 
as much or at all if it wasn't based on the comic Uh, how much percentage wise of the liking of it has to do with the fact that it's supposed to be archie and all them because try you say the words emo jughead a lot like it makes a big difference to you (laughs) that this is actually jughead which it clearly isn't because he's obviously nothing like jughead Oh, that's a tough question. Interesting question. I gotta, I'm going to marinate on that, but does anyone want to go first? If not, I can start I, riffing. I had a knee-jerk reaction, which is that I originally started watching it because it's the characters. And I would say now that keeps me hooked in probably about 25%. Like, I'm now into the story enough, or I'm fine, and I'll, I would keep watching it. But definitely the fact that it's rooted in these in these fictional characters that existed before got me to watch it and, and is a part of the reason I'm still hooked. I I would say a similar thing, which is that the connection this show has to the comic books as we knew them, because the comic books as we knew them, I remember getting uh, like old double digests from the Jettikins <laughs> from like Miri and Tamara and Nomi Jettikin. They, they gave us all their old ones when we moved to Canada, it was like we got like their old books and their old Archie comics, those thick ones. And mm-hmm. and, and even in the 80s, I love them. we had them in the bathroom. I know. Even even in the 80s, They're so good. E- even in the 80s, the Archie comics, they were still in like the 50s, right? Like there was nothing. They weren't. They were still like listening to the radio and cruising and going to the chocolate shop. And so it was very benign in terms of the challenges they dealt with it was ever, like but then what the show did really well uh, does really well that i i love is it said okay let's say we really looked at these characters and who these people are like like what would reggie mantle be like if he was a real person and reggie mantle but would yes be that no. horrific human that he is in the tv yeah, show. yeah. true true like he and archie wouldn't it really all be frenemies they would be bros on a sports team together and Reggie is like a sociopath, so I I, I really like I really like that. And I they, guess Archie would be the worst. Archie's so in real life because he's the worst but, on that show. But what keeps yeah, me watching the show was from that first from the first moment of the first episode, they show you that Miss Grundy is hot, that <laughs> that one of the students has been murdered, and that Archie's sleeping with his teacher, and that. Uh, which like Betty just gets has a page like out of mo- so many shows like it's and Betty has and Betty has mommy issues so it's not like it started off in fact the only time they ever did the old timey and Archie Veronica thing- has daddy issues <laughs> yeah <laughs> the only time they ever did the old timey thing was in the dream sequence that Jug- Jughead had uh, yeah. in the first season which I thought was great but so it's not like so put it this way. You know, I always get stuck on whether or not a show or a TV or, or a movie delivers on its promise. And Riverdale, from the first moment, because I didn't watch a preview for it, promised me Cruel Intentions with Archie characters. It has been that. And then even crazier. Like, yeah. at a certain point, it got crazy. And they at, and they were just like, you know, people like that this show's crazy. We're going to make it crazy. So. Yeah. Okay. Next La- La- question. Wait, hold on, Lons. Lons, Lons you got to weigh in on this. Did, did you yeah. know Archie Comics being yeah, having been so born in the nineties? Did, did they exist? In my friend group, I'm the rare weird person that did actually read the comics growing up. Um, but how did you get them? Did an old babysitter leave them at your house? Or I think I I have like the hundreds, like a whole booklet of them. Um, I found them. I like 
found them at like a bookstore or something. Like I think I bought them like on the stands or something. Um, but I'm really big into Sabrina, so I'm into that whole universe. Mm. Uh, so like, I, did you watch? Did you watch yeah. Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Well, oh, yeah. it was what's her name? Melissa Joan Hart. Melissa Joan Hart. Yeah, I'm obsessed. I with that loved that show. Yeah, it's so good. Great. It holds up. It's really. It's so underrated. But I really like that show. Like in real uh, time. Yeah. So I did. <laughs> so yeah, I definitely read the the comics, not religiously or anything, but I was pretty familiar with the comics. But I got into that wasn't what like sold me or was the selling point in general. It's just I grew up with like a WB CW teen dramas. That's my genre. So I'm a sucker and I'll for anything teen soap. And that like hot teens. <laughs> uh that sounds weird though. Yeah. Like just to just to <laughs> yeah. say it out loud. Good, let's let's just say it's a good weird. thing. It's a good thing I didn't say that. That would that would have been... here's my question though. But you like can I, I analogy doesn't come to mind right away, but can any of these shows even count or could you like any of them if you haven't seen Nino Do One the original? Mm, this is sure, but it seems to me like that's the I, origin. I, I think I there, mean, but I think there have the already been generational teams. So, like so let's say no, Nino I don't think you need to first. watch Nino, but I just feel like if you know that's just. I feel like you have to watch Nino so if, if you've the, seen if, this. If 90210 came out when we were kids, and then I would say the OC was a big deal. It's not the same kind of show. It's a little bit nerdier, but the OC was another version of that, not as long-lived. And you also kind of had Dawson's Creek. So I think each generation has its 90210. Even yeah. if 90210 is was this, so Is this big. their 90210? I kind of feel yes. bad for them. I hope so. That's a good like one. Mine is One Tree Hill... OC Gossip Girl, like that's ours, and then they kind of um, went away with that. Um, this is kind of this is like the first one since Gossip Girl to really yeah, come back is. like this. So they like yeah, after Gossip yeah, Girl, they wanted to get more male viewers on the CW, so they like went towards uh, the comic books and superhero route, and then now they're just starting to get back into still comic books, I suppose. And but more of the teen dramas again. So and, and, and let's be clear, I watch all those Arrowverse shows. They all have a little bit of teen drama in them. Well, they yeah. got a little bit of like CW. Everything's filmed in a dark room. Half the actors are Canadian, and they, and there's five love triangles <laughs> going on. I mean, yeah, it sounds to me, <laughs> and all the teens are at least like 45. Yeah, but <laughs> kids are like the way you can get around the whole teens being hot is that they're adults in real life. So that's how well, yeah. I comfort myself. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're not actually seventeen. Yeah, I'm not a perv. Twenty eight. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it was understood. It was understood. All right, Becky, you've got deep questions. I want to oh, hear. You. Oh, I just another quick, oh. just another really quick. Question. None of these are how, questions, Lily. Okay, how do you, like? Do you think it's reasonable how red his hair is? I don't think it's a reasonable amount no, of red. That is not a it's natural a noise, amount of red. It, it looks like he put sun in, in, in his hair. It like, looks it like looks, he put sun in his hair, right? It's so distracting. I'm like, you're not an actual comic book. Like, what's I, with the red hair? It's just a weird tint of red. Right. They, like, made it so red. An auburn red. Anyway, it's like much. It's neo-noir red. That's how they Oh, that's a good way of that. That is a really good way to describe it. You, you just, just elevated yeah. this show. Yeah. You just and this podcast. You just culture slammed 
yeah. <laughs> Lily, who is our cultural expert. Damn, I like it. I was okay, just, I'm happy I, with that. Answer. I was just going to say, number one, if they didn't make it really red, people would complain it wasn't red. And number two, they just went on one of those websites. <laughs> they went on one of those websites where they say, what would your kid look like? And they mushed up Luke Perry and Molly Ringwald and it came out with this person and then they just went around Facebook they, until they found someone who looked like are them. Are they and that's happily married in the show? No, no, no. no, no. no they're the mom, divorced. They're divorced, yeah. She just okay, comes back once in a while. They, to those two people would have to be divorced. It makes no sense. <laughs> okay, continue. You okay. can go. Okay, you may Becky, go on. Becky, deep. Sorry, okay. Well, I feel like I don't have time for deep questions, but so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rephrase them so they're quicker. Without spoiling the show for anyone, do you think when they started season two and they started writing The Black Hood, they actually knew who the killer was? Or about no. two-thirds of the way through? Thank you. They, there's no. no way they knew who that killer was. About two like Gossip Girl. Girl. Like, like, like it's the last that. episode of Gossip Girl, they just decided who was Gossip Girl. Oh, don't get me started on that. Right, but it's like the same thing. These shows, yeah, they, right. they didn't know. know who the Black Hood was when they started writing it. No, it's they're still CW writers. I mean, they're not... You know. <laughs> I get it's Berlanti, but it's not HBO or anything where they're yeah. mapping out the whole season. It's a long right. season, so like, granted, it's not it. it they have time, and they, a lot of other shows that are short in seasons, they have to map out the whole season before they before they write everything. You know? So this is one of the shows where they're just in the writers' room, being like, I don't know, you choose. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> much. they leave it open. It's like Pretty a funnel, much. so yeah. they leave it really vague, and they get more specific, and then they give you like a red herring more red herrings and then like a bait and switch like they did they're like oh it's the janitor like oh yeah, yeah that kind of could fit sure why not and then they're like just kidding yeah i mean so, but i don't think anyone thought the janitor like becky no. and i becky and i had zeroed in on who we thought it was at that point and we no but even you had been telling me who you thought it was and i was like no way no way no way so like I, did, I didn't, like, completely agree because I was like, that's crazy. They would have no idea who the but killer I, is when they started writing the season that I, way. I also, I also bring the gene that our mother has of being able to predict TV shows, sometimes just based on the casting. Okay, true. Wait, I have another question. What's the timeline from season one to season two? So it's it was fall football in season one and then winter so winter is wrestling season so it's all in the same school. it's all in the same school year which they can do you, asked, no you by the way you asked the right person Lons is right. a no these are is precise on the timeline stuff. Yeah, firstly, I, what are the timelines because like one of the things that doesn't act like that makes sense for me in the timeline because i remember when season two started archie still had his hand bandaged from punching through the ice like so i was, was like real. okay he actually broke his hand doing that yeah yeah really real drama this might make you want to watch it more okay i so, feel like if there's one actor on the show that is going to lose his mind. It's going to be the guy who plays Archie. Okay. His his Instagram feed makes me worry about him regularly. Can we, oh, I have more agent. questions about timeline. But by the end of season two, where are we in the year? Because at one point, Fangs gets shot in the stomach, and then it seems like thirty six hours later, he's on crutches at like a <laughs> serpents rally or something. <laughs> like, how is that possible? I, I actually didn't it's even it's, know that Fangs and Pee Wee were just, different guys. Jughead was was beaten so badly they thought he was dead and like literally four hours later he's out of the hospital. So like what are the timelines? Or like Mick and Moose. Moose remember when they got shot and they're like, Oh yeah, like let's put him in a hospital for one episode and then afterwards they're in the musical 
what I'm saying is that like these kids are like getting shot in the, you know. <laughs> So, so I, I think that that is one of the weirdest things about this show is how many kids on this show have 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 shot or murdered, murdered or witnessed a murder or, or been related a to a murderer or covered up. I mean, there's at least three or, main characters or investigated a murder. Right. There That's least, another all of them. There are at least three kids who have buried bodies in this show on a regular basis and seem relatively okay as a result of it. Yeah. Um, something we don't, it's more of like a tease question. Do you think in season three, there's going to be some fallout repercussions or follow up on dark Betty webcam or webcam dark Betty? No, that's over. I think they're that's dropping done. that. Completely. Okay, they're dropping that. Yeah, we the, read. That we was re- one of those things that they wrote into an episode being like, this could be a thing or we'll just forget it ever happened. Well, what I can say is that it's very much True Detective season one. Okay. What does that mean? Oh, so it's... (laughs) Um... You're too smart for me. I need you to explain. (laughs) (laughs) The Matthew He's like, yes, no. Harrelson Woody. Or Woody Harrison. Harrelson Woody. (laughs) That's That's like something. That's what our mother would call him, by the way. Yeah, that's like when our grandmother actually called the movie Goodwill Hunting Willie Hunting. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so it's the Gargoyle King is going to be the central plot, and uh, and the Betty. And... Have you guys not seen episode one yet? No. Of season three? No. Yeah. No. Okay. No. Is it out already? But it's another mystery. Yeah. So okay. It's another I... mystery, and it's like, I think they're the main storyline is going to be more cognizant of season one. Got it. Okay. Great. All right. Great. Let's, so one of the games we like to play on the show, which we will play now, this won't have spoilers is it's called buy rent or met. I know you've read ahead. So you either buy a show like you would own it on iTunes or maybe go see it in the theater uh, or a character in this case. You would rent, meaning stream it on iTunes or pay the four ninety nine or meh. And meh can have different definitions. It could be like meh, you're disgusted. It could be meh, you don't care. It could be meh, you equivocated. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a few out here. You, not everyone has to explain everything all the time, but I, but Becky and Lons definitely have to answer some of these. So <laughs> the grown ups on the show, most people would agree, are by far the best people. <laughs> uh, the grown ups are the best people. Uh, well, I mean, the best actors, I don't want to say. I love oh, the grown-ups yeah. on Riverdale. They're oh, no, nice. no, 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 I love the, oh, I thought you were meant, like, by their moral compass, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> no, 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 I'm just saying that, okay, so here we go, the grown-ups, the dads, okay, the heartthrob, the heartthrob division here, Luke Perry <laughs> as Fred Andrews, Skeet Ulrich as F.P. Jones, and Mark Consuelos as Hiram Lodge, by Renter Meh. Go. Oh my God, it's like literally impossible. I'm not answering. It's first. not impossible. It's just by Luke Perry and the conversation's over. <laughs> That's it. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say of these three, I'm gonna buy Skeet Ulrich because over time he Ew. has become, Oh my god, that is a betrayal. He has become no. my favorite character on the show. I love FP Jones. 
And it's irrelevant. And at the very least, you could maybe rent him. And I'm gonna rent. But it's Luke Perry. I'm gonna, Hello. I know. I love Luke Perry. I, I'm gonna rent it's Mark Dylan. Consuelos because it's he Dylan. is. I'm gonna rent Consuelos because he is such a great villain, and he. Oh my gosh! I'm literally like offended. You were gonna mail Luke Perry? And I'm gonna mail Luke Perry not because he's Luke Perry. Luke Perry is my favorite huh? of those three actors by far. But I feel like they reduced Fred Andrews' character to be this like kind of mushy in between i don't know he was so much more dynamic a little bit bumbling yeah he just seems to be being taken shot. advantage of by any of the rich people in town at any given moment whereas i feel like those other guys are making more story happen so uh, that's how i'm doing it i may be controversial all right i'm gonna concur okay oh all right Lance. yeah yeah luke perry buy all the way i'm gonna buy the special edition collection for that one and then uh, Mark Consuelos, I'm doing Rent because, I mean, look at him. And then, <laughs> yeah, Skeet's going to have to be a meh for me. Sorry, Billy Loomis. <laughs> All right, and we'll do one more buy, renter mail. We'll just do the couples, not that it's that easy. Bughead, Varchie, Choney, is that what they are? Is that how they are referred to? They like Shoney because it's like Cheryl. Oh, okay, Shoney. so Shoney. Okay, so yeah. Bughead, Varchi, and Shoney. It's so easy. It's really easy. It's easy. All right. Okay. Back. Take it away. Buying bug Bughead. Obby. Well, can you just wait? Like... Can you tell who? Can you? Okay, so it's Betty and Jughead. We're serious. Um... You need us to explain this. You well, like I get the Betty to... and the Jughead, and I get the Veronica and Archie, which is oh, oh who would well, you have to get guy. to the end of season two to know who about Cheryl. With? Cheryl's with Tony. one of the with Tony, one of the serpents. Okay. Okay, I'm but obviously so I'm buying Bughead because I feel like they're the anchor of the show. Yeah. They're like the tried and true and love they're story dating in real life. life. They're dating in real life. They're so cute. And, like, they both have witnessed some really dark stuff and have each other's secrets. So I don't see them ever breaking up. Um, I'm never saying never. Because they're new. But I'm very hopeful and positive about it. Uh, Cheryl really kind of took season two by storm and just broke out as an amazing character. And I feel like her union with Tony, getting together with Tony, is... Um, only going to bring out even better Cheryl antics and like come on Vargie I gotta tell you I don't know what it says about this uh, show long term that they are the weakest of the couples <laughs> yeah it, it, to, to bring it all back to Lily's original point I think it shows you how the show really doesn't rise and fall on being from the Archie universe they develop their own thing and that's what people like about it. The characters that are the like Betty and Jughead isn't a thing in Archie, and like you swear, like it is the lifeblood relationship of the show now. So it's the chemistry. Yeah. it's all yeah. about cast chemistry. It's the Monica and Chandler. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Wow, you guys, it's like you all know each other already, and you don't realize it. Okay, <laughs> so L Lon's being a, a, a prestigious guest, she got to pick a a movie that we watched. Uh. That also has a lot of murder in it. Uh, almost, it has less. This is a horror comedy that has less murder in it than Riverdale. Than Riverdale. Than like <laughs> one episode of Riverdale. <laughs> like there were beheadings in this movie, and it's less violent than like your average Riverdale episode. But it was a it was a movie 
called The Final Girls, not to be confused with The Final Girl, which do not confuse the two. Which I watched what? the trailer. How different are they? Uh, well, the Have final, you, well, watch the two the trailers fi- and you'll find out. Honestly, the final girl <laughs> seems like an episode of Riverdale. It's yeah, it's it these rich terrifying guys take take Abigail. who like, try to no they like a group of rich guys that like routinely rape and murder girls and like hunt them in the forest and then Abigail Breslin gets trained to be like a fighting like fighter girl. And then she gets chosen by the group of guys, and I guess she has to kill them all. I don't know. I was just like that trailer. I was shy. He was like, "This is a really funny horror movie. You got to watch this." <laughs> and he types, "It's called The Final Girl." So I Google Final Girl trailer, and I watch it, and I write him back. I was like, "What? How is this funny to you? This seems terrifying and inappropriate." And he was like, "What?" And he sent me the Final Girls trailer, and I was like, "No, shy. This is not the same movie." <laughs> I. You know, I almost—I literally was seconds away from renting it. So okay, so I just, did just, not know this movie existed before it was assigned for this episode, and I feel like my life is a little bit better now that I know that it exists. Aww, yes, yeah. All right, so those are those are react. Yeah, so reaction. Just so people understand what the movie's about, it is. Uh, it stars Malin Ackerman, who is in Billions, and I think is kind of an underrated comedic and dramatic actress she's kind of in tons of things and just she's she's she can be funny she can be dramatic as a former horror movie actress uh scream queen type of character and it is about her daughter through this sort of mysterious accident either in a dream state or not ends up in the horror movie her mother was in and living out that horror movie with her group of friends right and and would start but her mom is dead but her mom is dead at the point it's like emotional yeah for her to see her mom so it has that girl like i have to say taza farminga she's got the crying almost crying face down pat like yeah the way it bubbles in her eyes yeah Mm -hmm. like just about to cry it's so real so so the movie takes like the conventions of friday the 13th and those types of movies and the last action hero and the last yeah, action they, hero a reverse <laughs> last action hero yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that movie well, Austin O'Brien like, shout out it's like the good part of the last action hero because right. that first part's awesome yeah. the second part's terrible uh, so okay so Becky you feel like your life is better having seen it any other reactions yeah. I I just feel like everyone who's in this cast I was excited to see I mean I, I, literally every someone knew would pop up on the screen be like oh Thomas Middleditch, Adam Devine. Oh, like everyone who was Adam in Adam Devine it. is so funny. Also, I watched this with Love mom, and mom and I actually now have like a thing where we watch Adam Devine movies together. So <laughs> it's really happy. We've like seen quite. He has like a few on is, Netflix. Wait, I have a yeah, question. No, no, like, is, is mom trying to like get his number and set him up with Jewish girls from Montreal? Because that's totally Probably. the kind of thing she would do. Probably She'd one be like, of, like our single cousins. <laughs> Yeah. Um, it's like give him cast so. was great. I loved um, I love the storyline, and I thought that the mother daughter relationship gave it some real stakes. And so, where it was a bit strange, it also gave the movie higher stakes. It gave the characters higher stakes, which to me kept me interested. And heart, yeah, it does have heart. I would say the only reason I'd give it a rent though is because I feel like there's a like a section in the middle 
where it gets a bit weak. I'm like, oh, they could have just kept it a bit tighter. Adam Devine should definitely um, have been in it longer. When that he dies, they tease something cool. in the bloopers that if there's a sequel, they teased him possibly coming back. This is true, exactly. I will say, but a movie that does have um, bloopers in it. Um, what did I write? You try. I was like, if it has bloopers uh, and the bleachers and, in the soundtrack. Uh, right. I was like, if there's a bleachers on the soundtrack and bloopers at the end, I'm like, you have me. Like you had me at hello. You had me yeah. at bleachers and bloopers. Like that's all I need in a movie. So I'm happy. I just feel like yeah, they they killed him off a bit too early. Like it gets a little bit too like teary eyed for me for a bit in the middle. I'm like this should have they should have got the laughs rolling a little bit more, but it was good. It was definitely different, which was different. Fun. It was different. A horror movie with heart. And it allows me to say that I watched a horror movie in my family, which also you should have seen his oh, face. He was no, like, I was well, I'm going to get shy back for this. Um, like, this is a piece of shit. If I've ever seen one, I was not impressed. I <laughs> have to tell you the scene where that one character takes a bottle of Adderall and does a strip tease. Mom and I were yeah. like laughing so hard. We were teetering back and forth on the couch. That was like, Jose's favorite part. Our movements, we were just like rocking. And, like, <laughs> there, when you see a mom with a movie with mom, it's like it, it ups its funny like percentage it's like by a lot. It's like, it's like having a live studio audience laugh track. It really makes everything sound better. Lons has a mom that she's really tight with also, by the way. Yeah. Do you, does watching funny movies with your mom make them funnier? And then you're not sure if they're actually that funny or it's just that you watch them with your mom. I watch a lot of the dramatic emotional movies with my mom or just a ton of Hallmark movies. So that's Mm -hmm. our thing. So, and if it's like a real, if it's like a, any movie past nine o'clock though, she's asleep. So oh. it doesn't matter. It's like watching a movie That's, with my dad. Then, that, well, no, the best is the, the thing when our mom falls asleep is if well, our parents are clearly not taking care of Becky's kids, but when they babysit my kids, the inevitable thing we do we find them on the couch at ten thirty at night or later. Mom wrapped in a blanket, completely asleep, with dad completely asleep next to her, with like NCIS episodes running. That's the that's True. the scene in our house. I mean, technically, I watched the show with mom and dad, but dad, I think, fell asleep before the opening credits were done, so okay. I don't count it. So, I, um, wait, Lon. So, what yeah. what made you recommend this movie, and why do you like it? Uh, well, so I saw it at the LA Film Festival when it came out because Nina Dobrev is in it, and I'm obsessed with her. So I was like, yes. Yeah, <laughs> is she from the Vampire Diaries? Yeah. So she's the main the main chick in Vampire Diaries mm-hmm. and again another teen soap but uh, she actually is like a pretty funny actress like she she prefers she's comedy yeah, yeah. She's she, she was she great prefers comedy um, and so I went to the film festival and like they had like a Q&A about it and stuff and I didn't I, I didn't have high expectations to begin with but it really exceeded them and when Shy was saying uh, like a movie and I was like well this is a perfect like Halloween movie because it's it's it is a based on horror like the slasher genre but also it's a comedy so it's really just it's a fun watch I had uh, never even heard of it though I feel like they did not yeah, do enough yeah. publicity for this film so good I think it was like the biggest launch was at South by Southwest that's the main festival like, they should have just waited for Halloween 
Yeah, it came oh, out no. like three years ago. Um, Get out, really? I yeah. It was like a new movie. Damn, I thought it was like recent. And, and I'll, you know. I'll, I'll just. It's so good. I'll, I'll just add. I'll just. So I'm going to tell you my MVP in the movie was Malin Ackerman because there is a mother daughter relationship piece of this movie that that snuck up on me that was really beautiful. There was like this mm. whole there was this whole like reconciling with loss element of this very funny meta scream type of type of story and Malin Ackerman she was she's probably is she the biggest star that was in the movie? I mean, I don't know if anyone's like a, a mega star, but she's definitely the None most of them are mega stars. They're all she's like the most her working well like known actors. I would say she's been in the most stuff, maybe. No, but but maybe. Thomas Middleditch stars in a show on HBO, so that's pretty good. That, but that's what well, he, yeah, she's he, on a show. On but the that's show what time. he does. But she's not the star. That's yeah. what he does. Um, anyway, so I, I she was my MVP. Do you guys? He was. Have... Wait, I have to say he was really good. I find him super annoying on Silicon Valley, mm-hmm. but <laughs> well, he was. I thought he was really good in this. Because <laughs> in this he was just well. an in this he was yeah. just an annoying character, not the person by which you're supposed to sympathize. <laughs> Yeah, this is true. Yeah. Uh, oh, we forgot. I also um, really love the the meta special effects that they use when they were like when they're telling the story. First of all, and then it's kind of like, oh, let's all gather around. They all seem robotic when they're gathering around to hear a story. Oh yeah. And then as she's telling the story, she it becomes the narrator, and then you could see the like the black and white kind of fading into your your TV as if it's like paint or something. I don't know. I really liked how they kind of were really meta and, and they like jumped over the dates because they always show dates in those types of movies. And they're like, oh, these and they so- were physically really there. Like when the yeah. car runs into the subtitle on the yeah, screen. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that was a really cool effect. And considering that movie must not have been high budget, I thought no. they used they they used the limitations of that movie really, really well to help tell the story. And and mm-hmm. that and that special effect was a really good example because I can't imagine it was so complicated, but it was done so well. It was. Um, yeah. Okay, so MVPs of the movie, I I go with Malin Ackerman. Lons, who's your MVP? Oh man, I hate to say someone other than Nina Dobrev because again I love her so, but I'm gonna go with Tessa Farmiga, the daughter. Uh, Is it I Tessa mean, she, or Tessa? Tessa? I, I don't know. Tessa. Tessa. Yeah. It's T-A-I-S-A. I don't know. I was curious. Sorry for saying her name wrong. It's okay. My yeah. apologies. I mean, she was probably not listening. I'm going to agree with Lance. Yeah. Uh, she's you know. here and she's yep. deserving. She so does it. Better. And she does a great job. Yeah. Okay. Nobody does a better job than Adam Devine, though. So he got it <laughs> for me, obviously. <laughs> he was the best. Uh, he had the best death, I say. And yeah. he definitely had like the blooper. His bloopers are amazing. He's the MVP of the bloopers. Fair. <laughs> All right. Now to t- to tie it back to our first segment, if there was a murderer on Riverdale, which there is every week, and it was slashing everybody up, who's your final girl? Go, Lance. Betty. Oh Becky. yeah, for sure. Becky. I was gonna say Betty too. Yeah, Betty. Betty's the final girl. Come on. She's the lead. She's she's the star of that show. Yeah. I guess story-wise, it's Betty, but Cheryl's but creeping up. But you wanted up. to be Cheryl. I, you really wanted to be Cheryl. I, but Cheryl probably sacrifices herself to save Betty in some dramatic yeah. ending Absolutely. if it was a slasher. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. So thank you, Lons. Now we have a little segment. We talk about what we've been watching. And we've watched a lot in the last little bit, considering we've we've recorded a lot of 
episodes in the last week or so. We <laughs> amazing how, we, how much time we have to watch television. <laughs> I know. Uh, so I have. I don't necessarily have a an order per se. Lily, do you want to start off with what you've been watching? With the caveat uh, that we don't have enough time for you to summarize the entire season of the show. Of which one? Whichever ones you talk about. Oh no, I don't. I haven't finished any seasons, but I will say I started watching The Innocence on Netflix. It was suggested to me by a friend here in Spain, um, and maybe it's British. It's in English, um, but they're definitely British, and it's pretty cool. It like has um, a. I don't know, maybe like a, there's a, I don't want to be too repetitive, but it has a bit of a star cross lover thing. Um, Jeez. Lily. At least Rachel Bilson is in Bilson, Lily for a star cross lover. We know. But it, it has, it's like Sense8 um, too, in a funny way. There's, and it's a bit sci-fi. So it's like two characters. So like, like, black, um, like, that black, like black Mirror? No, I'm just throwing out mirror, random things like, that you like. like no, like Black but it's Mirror cool. it's meets like, Outlander. There seems to be some sort of like type of people that can shape shift. It seems that they're women, and one of them—it's not shape shift, but like person shift. They could be somebody else, and um, but the the main character doesn't know it yet. And some people are trying to like hide her. She ends up running away with her boyfriend without even knowing. And then she turns into somebody else. So it's like crazy. But I, I thought it was cool. I've seen two episodes and I liked it. I was pleasantly surprised by the ending of Maniac. Um, I liked the ending and I'm very curious. I really need Becky and Vlad to see it so I can talk about it with somebody. Because Shrike's definitely never going to watch that. And um, they, Shai and I stumbled, well, I stumbled upon, and Shai, uh, I'm so excited to watch this with you, a, what seems like the Spanish Riverdale, Elite, yeah. which has people from Money Heist in it. So oh that makes God. me I don't know, really Lons, excited. I don't know, Lons, if you've watched Money Heist, but Money Heist. So that Elite, Elite was going to be my number one show I was going to talk about. And Get then, out. And it's because I'm obsessed with Money Heist. Oh my I, god, that makes me so happy. I've seen it. <laughs> so she's really like over. I just I'm so obsessed with that show. Lance is the so Oh my god, good. it's like a combination the of the three, three of us. us. Yeah. She's like, no, she bridges all the gaps between the three of us. Oh my I god, just, I'm so excited that you like this show. I like I recommend it to everyone. I hate using the term like, oh, it's a ten hour movie because it's it's a TV show, so it shouldn't be. But this is the only one that can pull that off because it's so thrilling every episode. So oh, I love it. I love it. I don't it. know if you so originally watched it on air or anything. I don't know if that's, but Netflix re-edited the episodes yes. so it would, and so the way that Netflix edited those episodes and like the endings and everything was genius. I've never. It's like perfect. I. But it's I, also I, why sometimes it seems like it's mid episode that they end. Exactly. But I lo- that's the best part because, I mean, that's it's the ultimate like binge, I think. You just I watch that so quickly. And, and that that kind of has a bit of CW drama. The amount of. Oh, romance. for sure. So many. Because well, it's Spanish. I love them all. I mean, that's what <laughs> Spanish movies are like, like any I could recommend a bunch of them. Um, but so, yeah. So when I was like on my Netflix, because I get they show me all that. I don't know if it. It happens to you. They show me all the Spanish shows first as suggestions on Netflix because of where I, my IP, I guess. And they, um, I was like, oh my god, there's everybody 
Like it just, I, I was like, their one night row be short of this being my new favorite show, because it only just seems like it's uh, Denver, Rio, and Allison Parker. But it doesn't yeah. matter. I was like, this, there's a murder. It's a high school. It's in Spain. Shy. This is our new favorite show. So I'm, right. I haven't seen it yet. We'll, we'll start soon. Okay. I've, I've seen it. I've seen it. Oh, and it lives up to the hype. Oh yeah, it's like it is Gossip Girl meets Amazing. Riverdale meets Pretty Little Liars meets Money it Heist. All. Yeah, meets Money Heist Perfect. with my Rio and Denver. Oh my goodness. All right. Okay. Becky, Can't wait. Becky, uh, I know um, you have to get going, so I want to make sure you say what you've been watching. So I watched a movie last night, uh, Sorry to Bother You. Have any of you guys seen it? I haven't seen it, but heard so there's I, I this Oakland. So there's, I just, well, I bought it on your iTunes. Let, I'll wait for you to watch it, and we can and we can all talk about it. Actually, welcome, you should see it too because there's a lot of layers of cultural studies there. It's by this Oakland filmmaker, Boots Riley, and because I'm in the Bay Area, people are obsessed with it. Everyone's talking about it. Vlad and I are like, oh man, we have to see it. This is like the movie everyone's obsessed with. We saw it. I'm going to put a pause and wait till everyone else sees it okay. so we can discuss it. All right. So if you're there's listening, about it. go see the movie and then we'll there's things about talk it that about it. Super, super cool. But like, I don't know. I guess Vlad and I both walked away being like, hmm. we have to make hmm. that big. Why are we making that big? It's, but I, I can see why people are making a big deal about it. I just don't know that I was sold on it, but I really want you guys to see it because there's like, there's a lot in there. There's a cool. lot of layers, a lot of layers of, yeah. Uh, all right, so I'll I'll do mine. But it's it basically sorry. It's about um quickly sorry. It's about um uh. It's kind of like a semi. It's like a surrealist take on modern day. Telemarketing. Telemarketing, right? It's about a guy who changes <laughs> his voice for telemarketing. Well, it's and then it's, it has like a another layer of story about capitalism and another layer of story about evil corporations, and another layer of story about art, another layer of story about resistance and like all of these things. And then like, you know, biohacking and like all these things that kind of like layer, 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 layers. And there's like so much going on in the movie. So, um, wow. yeah. OK, so. All right. That's really cool. All right. So my recommendations are. Things I'm watching. I watched Titans on the DC Universe app, which yeah. maybe Lons and I are the only two people that have, and I actually pay for it. Uh, <laughs> I, I signed on to that thing early on. It's a show that's about Robin, like Batman's Robin is the lead, and it's a it's a gritty superhero show that is ten times better in that first episode than all of the Marvel shows as far as I'm concerned. I really did not like the Marvel Netflix shows at all because they were just dull. And you know how we've been talking about how Netflix shows take like three or four episodes before anything happens? This show starts from the beginning of Robin being a total badass and then the other characters are really interesting. I People should take the free trial of that app and just watch that first episode. It's worth it in my view, to just stay on to watch that show. I loved it. Lonzo, you, you, you seem to be nodding along. Yeah, yeah, I love that show. Um, and if people want to borrow my login, definitely can. <laughs> just, what does it slip into your DM? Slot, slip and slide into your DM? Slip and slide, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, no, I love it. I love the way that they're doing this, like, DC show. Um, it could even, like, yeah, I, I agree with everything you just said. All right. Um, and uh, the other things I saw, I, I've been watching. So we talk about show indipity is a theme we talk about a lot, which is when a show comes along at the right time in your life and it just it's there for you at the right time. Mm -hmm. And I 
I think Hulu must have recommended to me, but I know I, I checked in uh, with you, Lance, uh, as to whether I felt that somehow you watched this show, and I asked you, "Yeah, oh, should I watch this show?" And I and I put on Ugly Betty on Hulu, yeah. and I'm now like ten. It's ep- so good. I'm ten episodes into the first season. It was because I, I feel wa- like Shelly, we would have been such good friends when I was in high school. So, <laughs> where, like. Where have you been? So I watched. It's just so weird that you like these shows. It would never, back in the day, I would never be able to get you to watch that show. But I think being able to have, this is not a show I might have watched with sitting through commercials, right? But now that I can watch 45 minutes through as if it was like a cable show, I love the look of shows like this. This show reminds me of. Well, the aesthetic of Ugly Betty is amazing. And the characters are great. The actors are great. Like, that's a quality show. And and America Ferrera, who I just watched in the new season of Superstore, which I really love the way they started the new season of Superstore. She's amazing, and to see her and this groundbreaking her like her original role. Well, wow. you should you should definitely check out the traveling pants. I mean, <laughs> once you're you haven't, you haven't seen that, Shy, you haven't seen this. I, I haven't seen this of the traveling pants. Well, you've got two daughters. What you waiting for? Oh. Look at Lance's face. We're video chatting, <laughs> and she's genuinely shocked. That's one of the greatest female friendship movies of all time. Yes. Hear that, Jay? Stop showing your kids like terrifying science fiction movies like Predator and let them watch something age appropriate. Yes. Like the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Is can a seven year old watch the traveling pants? Shy, do you see the stuff that you've shown your children? Your kid (laughs) had to run out of a theater recently (laughs) to get away from the movie you were showing her. Yeah, such good themes about that movie. It's you know, females first, female empowerment, friendship, friendship. athleticism, because Blake Lively plays soccer. I mean, they share pants. Yeah. Sharing. Thighs, like body, like positivity. I mean, it has it yeah. all. But don't they all Ahead have it? Ahead of its time. Oh, okay. All right. The pants are magical. They're pants for America Ferreira and Blake Lively. Yeah. It's magic. Oh, all right. Those sound like. Anyways, Black to well, America. I look, nothing She's about amazing. everything you've described about that movie sounds like something I want to see. You're saying Blake Lively, America <laughs> Ferrera. Please tell me Rachel Bilson is in that movie. She's the no, only one that's Adele's in it. What? Who is? It's like Alexa. That's a Gilmore Girl. Oh, okay. Oh my God, tonight you should probably just start watching Gilmore Girls now. I started it with Allie and we were supposed to watch it together. And this is one of those times where I start a show and I'm willing to power through the beginning of it to get into it. But Allie's just not interested enough to keep watching with me. So I, I don't want to do Gilmore Girls without so her. Wait, you're admitting that in your relationship, she's the one that doesn't want to keep watching Gilmore Girls. Not that she doesn't want to watch it. Is that I'm willing to just <laughs> like bury, bury my head down and be like, okay, people really like Gilmore Girls. I, I think that, you know, it's time for me to appreciate the greatness of Gilmore Girls. And we watched an episode, and, and then Allie was just kind of like, yeah, maybe we watch. I mean, she's not against it, but Allie would much rather watch a show like Ballers with, like, a greased-up rock uh, and um, or Sons of Anarchy, where you got Charlie Hunnam and Best Supporting Actor are his buns, and there's, like, a lot of violence, but not too much violence, because... Outlander, Allie jumped off of right away, which is unwatchable. Allie wants the nudity with limited violence. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly it. Um, Yeah. Right, like if they made a Magic Mike TV show, that would be Allie's show. 
Oh, there was man. like some light robbery, but nothing right, serious. Right, right, with some heist, with some light robbery, exactly. Right. Um, right. I will say that I watch. I, I'm enjo- highly enjoying the new season of uh, The Good Place. Yes. I, and they and like that's not. I feel like it's not an easy show to keep going well. And I think they, I've like hooked Ted Danson. It's a joy to watch. And they sprinkled a little Adam Scott in. So oh. I'm like, please. I just, I needed to see that guy's face every once in a while. Darcy so. Garden is oh, she's awesome. phenomenal. Darcy Garden. So she's phenomenal. She's her break. She yeah. to be skyrocketed. Yeah. I tweeted yeah. her on a regular basis. She is one of the people that will tweet back. Which oh, makes her even more her. awesome. But like on a regular basis, she's the first person when I watch an episode that I'm like, uh, the universe needs Darcy Carden. Yeah, she's awesome. Like every episode, they just you don't know where they're going to go with it because it's they can really ride a lot of scenarios and then they just automatically shake up the universe again. And right, because they can go in any direction. But, but they strike me yeah. as they actually have a plan at the beginning of a season. So that's they do. So Mike sure. From like Parks and Rec and Brooklyn Nine Nine Nine, he. They, How many nines? Nine nine, nine nine nine. So many nines. Three nines. <laughs> two nines. It's just it's just two. But it's okay. Yeah. Uh, I got excited with the nines. That's fine. You know a lot about TV, so believe uh, me, I'm no one to correct you. Yeah. So he they do thirteen episodes. So again, the shorter seasons. Right. They, they have write to play episodes out. all before they shoot them, and then they shoot them like late summer into the fall. So, I mean, the man has a plan, man with a plan. Yeah. Um, and you can tell in the writing, you can tell that they know where they're going with it because they write themselves into a very tight hole, but are able to worm their way out. Logically. Yeah. Plot. And, like uh, within again, the rules and, of the show. Exactly. That they've established. Right. And it's because it's like heaven and hell. Like it, I mean, what are the rules? Like they can pretty much do they what they want. The yeah. Right. And um, also, again, Maya Rudolph. Um, uh, we'll watch anything. I started watching to a show. Yeah. When you just sprinkle a little Maya Rudolph and your show is elevated. I will say that um, I tried to watch Forever, her new show, uh, on Amazon Prime. And I'm curious. I'd be curious to hear what other people think mm. about that. I haven't heard, like, the greatest things about it. I think it's because it. I. I she's not... She's playing more... Um, like that one dramatic movie role that she did. Now the name isn't coming to me with John where, Krasinski. Where they go around, uh, around looking home, for a place to live. Home, home is where the heart. I don't know. They go to they go to no. Montreal at one point in that movie. Where the place to live is, I don't know. Where they're just like she's pregnant and they're looking for a place to live. Mm. They're kind of homeless, and the, and she's a great dramatic actress. That's not the problem. I just think I'm like I want to see her funny. Mm-hmm. And in this show, she plays like a more serious person. And every once in a while, I feel like Maya Rudolph springs out and she like throws a fuck around or like is like, what the <laughs> fuck? And you're like, there she is. Come on out. Come on out to play. <laughs> and then she goes back to being serious. And I'm like, ah, oh. so maybe I mean, it's it, they're great. Fred Armisen's great. And mm-hmm. it's, it's not bad. It's just I'm hoping that she gets a bit more like to run loose. Otherwise, I don't think I'd keep watching it. I'll give it more of a try, though. Cool. Uh, yeah. So, Lil, both Lons and I have seen A Star Is Born. Mm. I oh, saw. It, I saw. It, I saw it last it... night. Oh, did you? Wow, I'm uh, impressed. I, so, I'll give you my 
I'll give you my like general. You want my like quick review? I, I've boiled sure. it down. Uh, so an A for the acting. Bradley Cooper, Lady Gaga. I I almost find it condescending the way people talk about the them in the movie, and they're like, I didn't know he could sing. I didn't know she could act. I'm like, these people are like extraordinarily talented, and if you didn't yeah. know they were this talented going into this movie, you're a dummy. Lady Gaga's <laughs> videos alone show you what an amazing actress She's performer. Of, yeah. So yeah. like, so if she was anything short of great in this movie, I would have been like, oh, Lady Gaga, way to phone it in. So she, it was almost like, it was. I don't mean to say this in a mean way. It was almost too easy for Lady Gaga to play like this up and coming artist. I want to see her do even more because I know she can because she's so great. And so she was wonderful in this movie. Bradley Cooper was great playing Jeff Bridges in Crazy Horse. Uh, uh, um, The music is, is really, really, really good. Um, I think he wrote the music too. I, I seem to have been involved he, in it. The music was really good. He wrote and, the he wrote the lyrics, I think, or something. And I will say the the music scene. So there are scenes where he's playing or she's performing. That all, and and I really watch this really closely as a musician when I see music done in movies. Where I felt like the music scenes they felt like action scenes. Like they had yeah. well, they performed live all of their songs. Well, it, it at real like, festivals and at real concerts. It looked like that, and you it's true felt I'm the back. movement. Oh, back! You're back. Oh, That's I, awesome. I'm, I'm gonna have to go in a second. We're, we're talking okay. about a star. I, we just we we're, I was just reviewing a Star Is Born and just saying that the filming of the music oh, scenes. Uh, I, so I said acting great, film the music great, the filming of the music scenes were great. That's what I've heard. But yeah, the, the but like many movies of this era, and probably showing maybe a little bit of um, uh, uh, of I would say noviceness on the Bradley Cooper side is that it was still kind of a long movie that didn't need to be that long. You kind of knew where it was going at a certain point and there was just a lot of like acting happening. And I think that if it had been the length of final girls, I would have liked it a lot more. Uh, (laughs) But, but, but the music and the acting is off the charts. Lons, how about you? Yeah. So I've seen it twice. Um, uh, The first time I saw it, I didn't, I, I knew it was like a, fourth time they've done this but i've never seen or know like knew what the plot was at all besides the obvious she's a rising star and he's a falling star thing but so i didn't know how it ended but i agree the first time i watched it it dragged a little bit there was like fatigue on like the repetitiveness of their back and forth like they could have tightened it up a little bit in the middle right there but the the greatness of those concert scenes and the way that they're shot um, far outweigh the length, the lengthiness that it felt and the slight drag in the middle. I just, those concert scenes blew me away. You, I, they, I felt like I was actually in at like a concert and yeah. I agree. Like the playing, like his playing of the guitar, he had to have been playing that guitar. He's a, like, I don't know. Like it was shot so well. And yeah, nothing but praise for that. But I they they agree. filmed it at Glastonbury, Glastonbury, Glastonbury. Oh really? Is it? The festival, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's wild. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. So because we just a tidbit, Chris Christopherson had a set there, and the festival, like Bobby Cooper, knows the organizer of the festival, 
because uh, he goes every year and he was like hey can we just film like this concert that we need to do for the movie with lady gaga and i at your concert and at the Greer festival and they were like no <laughs> it's an actual festival you'd have to have somebody lend you part of their set list like of their set to give it over to you if you want to film and he by coincidence chris christopherson was like yeah i'll do it <gasps> And so he let them film it, but but he was saying that people were pretty frustrated because only the first like fifteen rows could hear them, because they weren't able to put it through the real speak. They had to record, hmm. like oh. their voice, tra- their everything. They had to do like a re- live recording, so they couldn't have the entire stadium hear it, huh. or whatever. Very anyway, easy. so they said it was pretty amazing, though. Okay, cool. All right, we're at shoutouts. Becky, you got any shoutouts this week? Yeah, I want to shout out to mom and dad for actually being like super helpful this week, even though I was joking that they weren't um, for what they lack in doing things with the baby. They make up for in buying things for the baby. So thanks, mom and dad. Beck, are you sure that's a compliment the way you said that? Okay, let's start over. I want to shout out to mom and dad for actually helping me out a lot this week. Um and for being super wonderful grandparents and buying your granddaughter all sorts of things that I probably wouldn't. So, thanks. That 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 that, that will get us in less trouble. Thank you, Lily. You got any shout outs? Good call. <laughs> um, I'm going to shout out to Adam Devine for making that movie really funny. <laughs> I love how you always and... shout out to celebrities as if they're listening. <laughs> as if they're listening. I mean, why not? Um. I'm going to shout out to Cousin Vanessa, who I'm going to see in California in December. So I'm really excited um, about that. And she put a hilarious comment on Instagram about our mom in the podcast. She like mom. She was like she put on the on Instagram that mom had said to her, "Do you know they they shout out to you every week?" Which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> and um, I'll shout out to my husband, who just basically hung out with a tantruming baby for an hour while I podcasted. So that was nice of him. Lons, how about you? Uh, well, I always got a shout out to my future Jeff because you never know if he's listening on any podcast. So, Jeff, if you're out there, DM me. This is Jeff uh, Schwartz on the Goldbergs. Lons has yeah. decided that the I'm... fictitious character is her. My soulmate. So, But I will say, given the amount of Jews and Jewish doctors that are are almost like Jewish mothers themselves that probably listen to our podcast. This is your demographic. Yeah, that's why I wanted to get that one out there, too. Just I want to cover all my bases. So (laughs) So. shout out to Jeff, my Jeff, my future Jeff. Okay, and I'm going to I'm going to shout out. So this is a really cool Montreal uh, flashback. So you all know that I love the artist Janice Janet Varney. She's brilliant. Amazing. (laughs) Uh, and I listened to her podcast, The JV Club, and she posted an old episode where she interviewed a, a woman, an actress named Jennifer Finnegan, who, if you recall, I went to Dawson College with. And in 1998, when Howie and I were making our first demo for the band, I was in class with her and another woman, and they were both singers. And I was like, hey, do you guys want to... They could all sing. Do you guys want to come down and do backup vocals on this on this song? And they come and they hang out with the studio with us. We thought we were very cool in 1998. And then, like many years later, 
with the newspaper, right? Pre-Google, I remember seeing in the newspaper, they were like, local actress Montrealer wins Emmy. And since then, she's won multiple Emmys. And, oh, and, wow. her episode, and her episode of of the JV Club goes into tons of cool Montreal stuff. Like she went to the Marceline, which is the school that's around school the corner from her house. Like, yeah. yeah. Weird. So, Across the street. But she didn't talk about you? She did not. I, well, I haven't finished she the whole episode yet. She didn't mention that's weird. No, on your album? but that's when, so I, weird. when I tweeted about the album, she did tweet back and say she remembered doing it. So that's pretty cool. Oh, oh so she doesn't have amnesia. That's good. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> she remembers hanging out in our basement? No, she recording. wasn't in our basement. This was at a, an actual recording studio that we did this demo. This was mm-hmm. this was the it was around the same period that Seinfeld ended. That's to give you the era that this is from. Uh, and then, of course, I want to give a shout out to Lons and my co-hosts from the Gold Nerds, Ash, who I always talk about, and Joe, the Godfather of the Gold Nerds, uh, uh, because hey, we, you know, we're thinking of you always and love doing stuff with you guys. And then to our dear friend Pam from the Herspiration Happy Hour podcast, a a, a two-time guest on our podcast and who has had Becky on her show. That's a fun episode to go look and check out. Uh, uh, she left us an actual video message on Instagram congratulating us on the She's the best. I love her. And and if love you talk Pam. about women's empowerment and empowering women, like Pam is all about that and in, in every which way. She, she doesn't have a specific approach as much as she really invites it from all types of different approaches and it's really, really fun to to be a friend of hers and she is a truly inspiring person so pam we love you everyone should listen to that podcast all right becky where can people follow you you can follow me on twitter at paper bk princess that's it and lily that's where i can be followed i am uh on twitter you can find me at chichi k gomez hey it only took a year on on the twitter Congratulations, Will. Got the I said it slowly back. to speak it carefully. Did you write like a post-it note and put it on the wall in front of yes, you? Yes, I you did. Okay, thought so. And mm-hmm. if you are a Jewish ophthalmologist that likes to <laughs> fold laundry for your and spouse and cook, all Mainly. of the Jewish mom cooking. Yeah. Um. Her name is working. No, no, no. Her her <laughs> Twitter feed starts with a P for some reason. I don't know why, but uh, a story for another day. A story for another yeah, origin can, story. Yeah. Origin story. You can follow me at uh, PK Prime Twelve on Insta and Twitter. And you can follow me at Pancake and the number four table on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow all of our shenanigans at pancakefortable.com please rate and review the podcast if you're listening it is really helpful we've done a year plus and it'll help us do another year if you do that and uh, if you would like to hear further chit chat from me and from Lons you can catch us on the Gold Nerds podcast we've now done three episodes together and we'll be doing it weekly when that show as, as that show is on the air and then you can also catch me with uh, a our fellow Gold Nerds host, Ash, on Behind the Behind the Music, which comes out every couple of weeks. And uh, no, you don't have enough podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> it's but it's grown organically with such great people. Oh, no, How can I, I not no. do it? But I'm like, you're on all the podcasts. 
<laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not on the ones that I plug. I always talk about other people's too. So, you know, I mean, if people invite me on those and I'm happy to talk about, it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, and we will, we are still planning to be at all-star comic-con on June 7th through 9th. Uh, we're going to tape episodes there and do other. Come have us things. make fun of you in person. Yeah. Or play, play by renter men with us at the booth. That's going to happen. And in Tyson's corner, Virginia. All right, the music from What Does It Eat will kick in, and we dance in our chairs. You really do? Lily's going to take the boomerang? You're going to do the oh, boomerang, oh. Will? Uh, no, because I'm on my phone. The oh, boomerang okay. app right. is I'll, on I'll, my phone. All right, I'll do the You boomerang. have to do it. All right, Lonzo, you ready to boomerang with us? Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like in your generation, you're whole, like you guys just boomerang nonstop. Becky didn't even know what it was. I still don't. Do I have to? Uh-oh, boomerang not working. Ready, guys? Boomerang time. Wow, that is the best one yet. You can tell Lon wow, really knows, knows how to do what this. She's doing. She knows how to boomerang. I should have been doing. studying wow. movements. Wow. <laughs> she like timed it right. I so much to fast. learn from her. Yeah, guys, you gotta yes. I feel like we have so much to learn from her. For real, Lon's like, I feel like we She's only in LA, so you and I could get together for like an immersive tutorial weekend where you yes. teach me like how to be all cool. the things of surviving yeah. in this world. You could I, I do leave if you have other things to do. Yeah. I have to run, but um, I like your glasses a lot. Oh, thank you. Very. I, I, I just got them. I think it, the clear glasses are pretty popular right now, but yeah. so I like them. Find them at any eye doctor place or whatever. Um, as well as maybe your future husband. That's yeah. true. <laughs>